Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Strava Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. I am riding solo today. <clears throat> Once again, guys, but no, I'm just kidding. I am riding solo today. It is a wonderful day. This is a new episode and we're almost through with this season. Like it's coming down to the end and uh, I think we've had some great, phenomenal episodes. And if you are a fan of our show, you know that uh, our show is all about equal rights and uh, just learning about different cultures. We, we've been to Ukraine, we've been to Africa, we've been to France, and uh, we've been all over the globe. And shout out to our international friends that listen uh, to our podcast. And so, uh, we want to continue that this season about different cultures and uh, learn things. And uh, going forward, you may hear this uh, in the next season as well, but we want to talk about uh, this new segment I want to go over. We just finished our uh, COVID impact series, uh, but now I want to talk about different cultures because, uh, and I'm an American and I can say this because I feel like some of us Americans are underneath the rock. Not from Louisiana. I come from the South, and a lot of us are are behind the times. And so uh, there is a world outside of America. Just letting you, so just repeat, repeat it again. There is a world outside of America. So a lot of people may say this sounds ignorant, but hey, the way some of y'all act, you kind of think so. So uh, I, as an American, can say that. But uh, we have that mentality that is just us. We're the greatest. We're the best. And, you know, we take pride in our country. So but that's not just us, though. A lot of people in other countries take just as much pride. So I think that with everything going on in the world, and especially with uh, the protest of uh, two years ago with George Floyd, to see the world come together and say something about, hey, this isn't right. It made me want to travel the world and say, hey, what do they think about us? And what do we think about them? So today is we want to start this brand new segment it's called Cultural Conversations. And uh, we've had multiple uh, nationalities on our show, multiple uh, countries on our show. But this one is going to be very interesting today because I feel like this is a country and continent uh, which I want to get some clarification on uh, that I think a lot of people often not forget, but they're just quiet, very quiet. And I'm talking about Australia. Uh, and you, when you hear Australia, probably the first thing you think about is, you know, here in America, it's a, a generic restaurant called Outback Steakhouse, you know. And I'm pretty sure that's not real Australian food, but uh, are you thinking about kangaroos and stuff like that? But I'm pretty sure it's not all like that. Just like I'm from Louisiana, we don't have alligators all around the house, but, you know, so those are different conversations that I want to have going forward. And so today's episode is all about cultural conversations. And our guest today uh, has been so nice. We are part of a group called Aussie Podcasters Group. And I, I'm glad to be part of the group because I get to learn and listen to different international podcasts. And I met this person in that group. Uh, so without further ado, help me welcome journalist Abby Smith. Abby, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. So like I said, we're part of the Aussie podcast group. Does it, does it not seem weird that I'm an American and I'm part of an Aussie podcast group? 
Um, I do love it though, because I just think obviously social media can be used for the greater good at most times. Um, and it is amazing to be able to connect with so many people. And like you say, be able to learn different cultures because there's lots of, I've been to America, but there's lots of things that I don't know over there um, or don't understand. And there would be the same here with you guys. So I think it's great to be able to, to connect and to be able to teach each other. Yeah. And, and it's so crazy because like I said, we're both journalists. So it's just like, we already got that common bond already, you know. We already both worked in, yeah, we know the struggle a little. We've definitely bonded. <laughs> <laughs> we know about traveling and being on the road and doing all this other stuff. But so, but once again, thank you for coming on our stage today and, you know, showing us that, you know, we can talk about culture and stuff like that. And before we go further, this is a quick disclaimer. Even though Abby is Australian, she does not represent all Australians. So what she talks about today is not representing the whole culture as a whole. It's just what she as an Australian has gone through in her life. And maybe she can get some shine light on it. So if you are Australian, you don't agree with her. That's just her opinion. And she's telling us her opinion today everybody's entitled to their opinion if my producer was here lee and co-host he would say if you have any hate mail all hate mail can be sent to i don't care at gmail.com that's i don't care at gmail.com we're just kidding we love you all but with that being said we're going to tackle all of this today if you are listening right now if you're on facebook watching us live right now uh feel free to answer any questions ask any questions and i try to get to them as fast as i can but Let's start right into it. So, uh, Abby, can you tell us about yourself, where you're from, uh, and what do you do? Okay, so I'm 32 years old. I've been a journalist for the last five years. I'm in radio. Uh, no, what, I don't want to get into TV. That's not my thing. Um, but I have traveled. I've been all over Queensland, basically. So I left Adelaide, my hometown, when I was 27. I moved four times in four and a half years. And now I'm back home in my hometown um, and doing brekkie radio. So 3.30 alarms, which is always fun. Um, but I love it. I absolutely love my job. So yeah, I do that. And then I also have another job. I do marketing and communications for a different um, company. Uh, and they are a, they're called Glam Adelaide and they're a positive news site and everything that's on or that's happening in Adelaide, we talk about. So anyone from America who's coming to Australia, check out Glam Adelaide. <laughs> okay. So break it down for me. So you live in what city? I live in Adelaide, so I'm in South Australia. Fun fact, we're actually the driest state on the dry, in the driest continent. So, um, yeah, in South Australia. Okay. So, okay, so so this is where my geography is about to get messed up. My first, One of my first questions is, okay, so Oceania, is that right? <laughs> so, like, when did this change? Because I, maybe I was under a rock. I thought Australia as a whole was a continent. Now it's changed to the Commonwealth of Australia but also Oceania, like what, what, what happened with all that? Cause I didn't know. <laughs> so we are a continent, but we do because, um, well, we sort of are ruled under, well, we are ruled under the Commonwealth, obviously. So we still um, technically have the queen as our head of state. Um, so yeah, but we, we are a continent, but there is a lot of talk at the moment about whether once the queen passes, whether we will become a republic um, and yeah, we'll, we'll start to, uh, to govern ourselves, which we do anyway. We have a federal government and then we have state governments, um, but we still obviously have the queen at the head. Okay. So you also have a queen. Okay. So it's kind of like our president kind of sort of for those who well. But that, well, that's the thing though, is that a lot of people are saying, you know, we come under the Commonwealth, but 
the Queen doesn't, like, it's not like the Queen is ruling or making any decisions for us. Um, we have, yeah, but we have a, a Prime Minister um, who, you know, sort of is across the whole country, but then we also have state premiers who are um, in each state who make decisions as well. So there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on, especially during COVID. That was, a, that was an issue because you had the federal government making decisions and then the state premiers were making their own decisions. So, yeah, a bit of a catch-22. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. And I want to go, and y'all listen right now, like, you know, I am, I pride myself as being intelligent. Yeah, I did play sports. So I'm kind of like a little bit, but uh, with that being said, like, so I'm coming into this whole conversation ignorant and some is purposely, some is not, but I, I, because I want to know, you know, and of course we can't talk about everything in one setting, but I want to come in ignorant so I can learn. Okay. How was it for you, Abby? Like, how was it just growing up in Australia? Tell us about what it was like growing up. Like, did you, like, cause us, you know, growing up, we have different kind of, you know, culture and different kind of like, you know, different things, childhood memories. Like, how was it growing up uh, in Australia? Um, growing up in Australia, I think, is definitely unique. We don't have kangaroos jumping down the street, which was probably a misconception that we're very well known for. Um, but we have uh, we have these this beautiful country, and you're either in the outback or you're on the beach or um, you're living in a city. There's so many different places that you can be living. I guess growing up for me, I was typical suburban. You walked to school, you didn't come, you know, there wasn't um, phones and, and mobile phones and things like that. So you just came home when the sun was going down. Um, mum and dad both worked and the load was shared. It wasn't mum's at home, dad's dad's working. So yeah, for, for me growing up, it was long summers on the beach and going down to the beach every afternoon after school. Um, school as well, pretty laid back for us. We, you know, I remember going to school in what well, we call them thongs, um, but flip-flops and I'd go to school every day and they'd, they'd say every day to me, Abby, where are your shoes? And I'd go, oh, you know, I can't be bothered putting them on and I'd stay in thongs all day. So um, yeah, we're, we're very, we're, I find we're very laid back and my childhood memories, the, my best memories are spending endless summers and, and endless afternoons down the beach. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a, like a California type thing. Like when yeah. you came to America, what state did you go to? I did um, from the West to the East Coast. So I did a top deck tour and we started in LA and we went down to Vegas, down to um, the Grand Canyon, went all, all the way down to, I think it was Miami. And then we flew to New, New Orleans um, and then came up the other side and went up to Washington. And then I ended in New York. So yeah, it was sort of everywhere, I guess. We went to okay. Florida, went to Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's basically all there is to America mostly, but I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> if you went from LA to New Orleans to to New York, that's that's pretty much the highlight, really. Unless you're like a it but was, no. It was amazing. I would, yeah, I'd love to come back. Um, it was absolutely beautiful and amazing. And I guess as well, just to understand, you know, what you see on TV is not always the the picture that you get, you know, when you when you go and visit somewhere. I, I have to ask you right quick, two things. So how did you like New Orleans? Loved it. I still remember, I tell this story to anyone who will listen. We did a ghost tour mm -hmm. and the gentleman was was um, dressed up with a top hat and a cane and walked us around at night and told us all these different stories. Well, of course, I'm obsessed. I'm actually, 
have gone back to uni to study criminology. And I was obsessed with all these stories. So I got back to the hotel room and I Googled, and of course they're all true. So I'm reading all of this stuff, couldn't sleep that night, gave myself nightmares. Um, <laughs> and, then there, and then there was another um, moment I remember, we were walking through the square or I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, and there was these two people and they were playing violins oh. and the woman had a baby strapped to her back. And it just, this music, I still remember, I just got the shivers and I just started crying. It was just absolutely beautiful, mm-hmm. this, this these two people playing this music. It was just amazing. And yeah, I always remember those two stories from, from my travels. And that's, that's, what, that's what I tell people when we speak about um, New Orleans. Yeah, that sounds like the typical idea how it was. <laughs> and it's crazy because I'm from Louisiana, born and raised, and I, I don't like going to New Orleans because like, it, it just brings back haunting memories like because <laughs> I went there uh, after Katrina and it was just like it's kind of crazy but my next question is is that when I was in LA I just made my first trip to LA ever you know from the way you were explaining Australia like was the I don't know what part of LA you went in but like was it kind of like the Grand Canyon and all that stuff was it kind of dry like Australia a little bit that remind you of home a little bit or what no, it didn't. LA was a lot bigger um, than what I expected. And a lot of people in Australia, we think that LA, sorry, I'm going to offend people here. Um, LA's, LA's dirty. Um, and so I guess for me, it was the first time I'd been overseas on my own. So it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I absolutely loved it. But I think because you could go and you could, you know, see where, um, Oh, what's that movie? Um, one of the movies was filmed. And then you went and did a tour and and yeah, so I got to see all those types of stuff. I went to Universal. Um, so I really enjoyed it. But a lot of people in Australia go, when I talk about LA, they go, oh, it's really dirty and it's a bit gross and I wouldn't have stayed there for that long. So yeah, two different opinions there. I thought that's what you, you were going to say about New Orleans, that it was really dirty and you know <laughs> oh see I no see I really liked it the only thing probably that when we got there we were told our tour guide said girls don't walk home on your own um and late at night if you stay out on Bourbon Street don't make sure you walk home with someone so that's probably the only thing of of from New Orleans that freaked me out a little bit um but we were all in a big group anyway so it didn't really matter mm, yeah and that's that's pretty much it really and uh, we're going to have more with Abby. This is our segment today. We're trying something brand new, y'all. It's uh, Cultural Conversations. We're talking to an Australian, Miss Abby Smith of Australia. Thank you so much. Stand by. Uh, we'll be right back on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest. And that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, what all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. 
In the two years that Straight Up has been a podcast, we've gone to where most podcasts have never gone before. From multiple celebrity guests to groundbreaking episodes, Straight Up is changing the podcast game. And now that Season 6 is finally here, we plan to continue leveling up with our exclusive Season 6 merchandise. That's right, grab your 80s retro-inspired merch today. Just visit our website at straightupshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R, the number 8, upshowpodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show Podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. Today, we're trying something brand new. If you've been listening, we're trying a brand new segment called cultural conversations where uh we as a, a world really because we're, we're heard internationally we learn from other cultures not just americans but uh if you're listening in africa or listening in uh, uh in australia or uh in india uh just we want to learn from each other because i think that if we learn from each other uh, i think that the hate that some people are showing it'll decrease because i don't think that we're all naturally just violent and all that stuff like that i think that the biggest thing is is that we don't understand each other so I think that if we have more conversations like this, more straight up conversations like this, that I can slowly but surely uh, we can heal the world. OK, uh, and that's just my opinion. Once again, a quick disclaimer, our guest today, she is Australian, uh, but her views does not represent everybody else of Australia in Australia. So but she has a right to her opinion to say how she feels her country and her continent is. So with that being said, our guest today is Miss Abby Smith. Thank you so much uh, for coming on our show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Okay. So I got, I got a big bone to pick with you right quick. You said that, <laughs> you know, both of us are journalists, but she said she would never work in TV. I have to figure <laughs> out, like, why wouldn't you work in TV? That was, look, let me tell you, TV is the biggest rush that you can ever go through. I'm just telling you. Yeah, you know what? I have been asked multiple times to to jump into TV or some sort of presenting. So probably maybe my opinion is slowly starting to change. I don't know. I think I'm so as a person, this is probably too much too much information. Uh, I'm just so self-conscious about myself. Mm. Um and so I still it's 3:30 in the morning my alarm goes off. I get up, I do my hair and makeup no matter uh, what to to head into the radio station. So I probably could do it, but yeah, I need to build that confidence up, I think. Hey, you know what? I, I thought the same thing. And and this is beside the point. They told me that I, as a big person, cannot be on TV. Look at me right now. Like, you can't tell me that. Like, this face <laughs> deserves to be on the Tizube. Yes, you see my does. face? You know? So, hey, people can talk all they want to. Guess what? Look where you at right now. You can't compare nobody else to who you are. You are a beautiful woman. So you want to be on TV? You go be on TV. That's, that's my... it. I'm making the jump. Nova, if you're listening, I'm quitting. <laughs> yeah, because I trust me. Hey, that was one of my biggest, and until this day, it is one of my biggest issues. But you know what? It's like, you know, once you see my talent, how are you going to look at me? You know, I'm good. You know, I'm... so that's my confidence. It sounds kind of cocky, but sometimes you got to pep yourself up and get ready for it. You know what I mean? So, you definitely but hey, do. I'm telling you right now, it is a rush. It's kind of like on radio when you have a time limit. Well, on radio, you kind of record your segments so on tv it's well live. i'm live for news but mm -hmm. yeah i am live so when there's a stuff up or i press the wrong button and i'm not getting on air that can be a bit funny 
um, or you stuff up something that's that's not great when you're especially oh, yeah. when you're in your hometown. But um, yeah, no, it, it is. I do. I, I guess I've always been like that. I love that rush and that adrenaline. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm the same as you. We had some issue where our producer, we have a rundown and the whole team looks at the rundown. And so that's how our show runs. And we have to be on TV at five o'clock. And the time is running down. It's like 4.45 and we're all getting ready to get on TV, work as a team. And then maybe at 4.51, the producer accidentally deletes the whole five o'clock show. Oh, and, no. <laughs> with, and, you, and you know, radio, no matter what happens, once that on air lights, you have to have something on, on air. And yeah. let me tell you, that was the biggest rush to, to produce a five o'clock show in a matter of 10 minutes. Like that was, and the producer had no idea she did it. So we are, it was, I'm telling you, that kind of rush, you, there's nothing like it, but it's stressful, but it's nothing like it though. So sorry, y'all. Hey, yeah. we got two journalists talking, so we know how this is. So <laughs> this is journal, this is international journalism right here. So uh, Abby Smith, once again, thank you so much uh, for coming on our show. All right. So one big misconception about Australians is that there's always a kangaroo in the backyard. Like I have to know because like I've seen this this YouTube video or this TikTok, and this kangaroo is just jacked up, and he's punching people. Like, is that how it really is, or is that just one kangaroo that's on steroids? What? Yeah. So when you turn ten, you automatically get given a kangaroo for your birthday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are. Look, the, the probably the sad thing is when I go to work in the mornings now, I'll drive up a main road and there's kangaroos on the side of the road. Um, so I guess the sad part to that is that we are starting to encroach on their natural habitat because we need to be able to house people. Um, no, kangaroos aren't just dump, jumping down the street. But in saying that, there are a lot of instances where someone puts up a quick video on social media and there is literally a kangaroo going down the street. Um, so no, they're not all in our backyard. We aren't giving them for our birthdays when we turn 10. Um, but we're definitely starting to, I think, see them more in you know residential areas because unfortunately, we're where you know there's more housing developments and we need land to be able to house people so yeah so let me ask you this okay so what's what's another misconception not only do americans have of australians but the world has of australians um probably our political um makeup we our prime ministers change we've had uh, there's a lady actually who's turning 105 tomorrow and she has been alive to see 27 prime ministers um, in the country. So I feel like, yeah, probably our, our political system, um, if there wants that, that we call them a spill. Um, so if somebody wants to take the top job, you know, and they've got the, the um, support of the party that they can they can go for it and try to try to take the top job. Um, so probably that would be one. Um, I'm trying to think of others throw a shrimp on the barbie or throw a throw a prawn on the barbie um but i i think to an extent that's true in australia because we are this really laid back lifestyle we have a very laid back lifestyle and we do in summer that's all we do is we barbecue and and things like that similar to what americans do so um yeah that one has has a bit of truth to it i think okay so like and to make sure i get this right so and you say I I mate, is that right? No, is that something? <laughs> um, we say get a mate. A lot of people say that. I feel like that's more a country thing though. So if you're out in the country, you'll hear get a mate a little bit more than if you were living in the city. Like what's some Australian like slang and stuff like that? 
Uh, so we call flip-flops. Um, I don't know what you call them over there. We call them thongs, which you call underwear thongs. <laughs> um, shrimp to us is um, prawns. We call them here. One thing that gave us a giggle when I went over to America, when we asked for chips on the side, we got given packets of crisps. Mm-hmm. But to us, chips are hot chips. Um, so there was a few, I remember sitting down in a diner and a few people on the trip going, why have they given us packets of chips? And then we realised that, yeah, chips, that's that's a different meaning over there to you guys. Um, yeah, they're probably my top, my top three or four. Yeah, okay. So good day, mate. Like, I just feel so bad just like, just saying like, I'm like, I'm like a pirate or am I saying it right? You know, I'm like, am I mixing <laughs> up two different cultures? Yeah, definitely. Thongs are definitely, uh, definitely a different meaning over here. And look, like I, I, I'm 32 as well. I hope you're on a Virgo because I'm a Virgo too. So the Virgo no, season. Aquarius. Okay. 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 <laughs> but <laughs> I said, we have so much in common then, but no, um, uh, shout out to Virgo season coming soon. Uh, anyway, but, <laughs> uh, but you know, we have so much in common, but I, when I just found out as at my age that people are calling flip-flops now slides, and I'm like, oh, I did not even know my age is showing. Like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not of the culture, but I'm, I'm getting old. Like, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm just not catching up right now. You know, I'm still. I'm, I'm the same. I'm 32 and I'm old and I have no idea what all the young kids are saying. Apparently, if you part your hair on the side, that's an old person's thing to do. Mm-hmm. I only learned that in the last week. So I'm going to have to change my hair now. So, <sighs> you know, it's coming. Um, right. One other thing I was going to say, actually, is we have two things. We always say things like she'll be right. So there's always this really laid back thing of, something bad happens, you crash your car, you know, you lost your job, whatever. Oh yeah, she'll be right. It's just a saying that we all tend to have of, you know, whatever, move on mm. to the next thing. It'll be fine. We'll get over it. Um, so yeah, she'll be right is, is definitely one. And when we answer questions, so say if you were to say, Hey, Abby, how are you going? We'd go, Oh yeah, not bad. Like it's always, or you say, Oh, how's your day? Oh, you know, not good. Like we always tend to put not in front of a word. So mm. instead of just saying, yeah, I'm good. I've had a good day. It's, oh yeah, not bad. And uh, yeah, it's a weird, I don't know why we do it, but it's just the way we speak. And I think speaking of Australians, the way y'all speak, y'all have some of the coolest accents ever. Like, so there's these, uh, so I'm a big wrestling fan, right? And there are these two Australian wrestlers, female wrestlers, and they, uh, they're they from Australia. And like the way they just talk it is the coolest thing ever. I'm like, I just love the accent. And like, I don't know about you if I have an accent, but do you hear it at all or not? Uh, definitely. We always, I can always, well, yeah, we always know when it's an American um, accent. See, and I think you guys have really cool accents. I don't think, I think we sound a little bit bogan. Well, I have the TV reporter accent. So sometimes like my my voice can be like, dang, what's that? How you doing? Like it, it could change, but, but you know, I'm a, you know, personality. So I should be like, hey, how you doing? And, you know. But like when I'm around friends, I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's up? How you know, what's up? How you doing? You know, like, and I can be different, you know. <laughs> so, you know, don't don't look at my accent. I got the whole radio, you know, personality type thing. But uh with that being said, I think that you know, these different misconceptions have really helped uh us at all. Like, I, I have to figure out this, okay. When how how were you impacted? Because 2020 was like <laughs> that was that was crazy. Let's let's just forget about that. <laughs> that. That was crazy. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the same year y'all had a lot of wildfires, right? 
in Australia. How was how was that impactful uh, for you personally? Because at that time, like you know, I felt twenty twenty was a crazy year, but I think it was one of the rarest times in our lifetime since we're both thirty two uh, that the globe together was not only mourning because of what happened and George Floyd and all this stuff, but you know, even to see, hey, this quiet continent of Australia have these massive wildfires. How was that like when you went through that? All I can really remember, to be honest, I remember working a lot. I was doing a lot of shifts and helping out and we had multiple places and and the company I was working for before, we have a lot of regional stations and there was a lot of regional stations impacted and we needed emergency reports going to air. And I just remember one particular time when I realised then, oh, I need to get myself some help here. I was sitting in the newsroom. I think we'd lost, I think we had another death and it was a emergency service personnel. And I just remember sitting on the floor and I just lost it. I just started crying and I had my next news report coming up in 20 minutes or something. And I reckon I sat there for 10 minutes and I just cried and I just thought, the world like and Celeste Barber who some people know she sort of makes fun makes fun of celebrity videos and stuff um she had posted you know we need help down here Australia is on fire and that's literally what it felt like that the whole country was just on fire so I guess for everyone um it really brings out I talk about it a lot with people who I know overseas the Aussie spirit um we just in these horrendous times and we've had bushfires, we've had floods, we've had all of that sort of stuff. We all band together and anyone you speak to, they might've lost their home. They might've lost everything. And they will say to you, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. Go down, go down the road. She's lost more than us. They're, you know, they need more help than us. So at times of crisis, it really shows that Aussie spirit. Um, But I think, you know, no matter who you speak to, somebody or everybody was affected by what was happening you know we had these bushfires then we had COVID and it has felt for the last two two and a bit years it's just been this struggle for everybody everybody has been impacted by something that's crazy and you've been a journalist and this is one of our Facebook feed questions okay uh this comes from Lori Lori asks uh as a journalist do you feel that uh do you feel that that basically as a journalist do you feel pressures from political figures trying to control the narrative? Um, Yes, to an extent. I guess, though, in the roles that I've been in, it's always personally how you, what you want to add into your bulletin. We're not being being contacted by the government saying you have to do this. Um, And I always, you know, you quickly learn that you might get sent a press release from the government, but you need to go and you need to find other people and find independent people who will verify that information, who will um, counteract that information. I have a question I always say to um, ministers, you're saying this, but what hap- what's happening on the ground is this, why is there such a disconnect? And 99% of the time they can't give me a not PR spin. Um, so no, I don't feel pressured, but I do think that it's really important for journalists to question. You have to, as a journalist, question absolutely everything. You can't just get a press release and go, oh yeah, that's 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 what it is, and 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 go with it. You've got to you've got to question these things. Um, I guess though, the COVID pandemic that's opened up a lot of a lot of things because 
it started with the health advice is this, we have to go by the health advice. And then, as I said before, the premiers, the prime minister makes decisions and then the premiers in each state make decisions. So we had states like Western Australia who had closed their borders and wouldn't open their borders, but everybody else was open. So people couldn't reconnect with their families and things like that. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's a, a delicate balance, I would say. And like, because with, with straight up, you know, and because all of us that you that you see on our show, we've all worked in media, news and film and all that stuff like that. And one of the reasons why we came up with the concept of the show is because we know that, you know, uh, people try to censor what we, what the, not really the truth, but like what the real story is. And I think that that was our approach. So here on our show, our, our motto is that we want to talk about uh, issues that you think about but you won't hear about in mainstream media do you have that kind of freedom or is there certain like uh when you work uh, for an affiliate or something like that do you have to not say certain things not because of political reasons but just because you have to control the not really the narrative but like just make sure that you don't jeopardize your career as well yeah, I, I definitely feel that um, with COVID a little bit with vaccination rates, you know, it's been get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, 98 or 97% of people have, but there's still people out there and there's doctors and nurses out there who didn't want to be. But, you know, you can't exactly get on radio and go, oh, yeah, you know, we're meant to be vaccinated, but don't go and do it because of this, this and this. So for me, that was a bit of a personal struggle between this is what we need to do to, as a country to open up and to open our borders. But, you know, there is still that other coin and that other side where people didn't want to be vaccinated and people lost their jobs because they weren't vaccinated. So, it, yeah, it was definitely hard. Did you get attacked like we did? Like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know about you, but we, our, our, our previous, uh, our previous commander-in-chief, uh, I'm pretty sure you know who that was, uh they would always say fake news were y'all ever attacked like that as a journalist or, or no uh yeah I used to get so I did on my social media on uh Instagram every day I would do a COVID update so federally and then if there were we we had sort of different states having massive outbreaks and I'd do things like that I'd get hundreds of messages a day sometimes oh can you help me with this can you do this can you find out this and I, I would try and help people where I could but the amount of messages oh the media is the virus you're the virus stop reporting on it and it'll go away and yeah so I have been um yeah I have been attacked <laughs> a few times luckily though never out and about um but just on social media you just and it, usually it's from an account that doesn't have a name on it um, so, you know, you just sort of delete it and move on. But yeah, it is, the, the, my favorite is the media is the virus. Yeah, we call them keyboard warriors or keyboard gangsters. <laughs> yeah, you, we're the same. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, you, you won't say that to my face. You, you trust me. No. Me out of all people, you wouldn't say that to my face. And I'm, a, I'm the nicest guy out there, you know? So, like, you wouldn't I'm say that fine, to me. My... I'm fine to have the conversation. If you want to come and say, you know, there's thousands of people who are having adverse reactions or whatever, I will have that conversation with you, but I need, as a journalist, where's the information coming from? Where's the facts? Where's the data? I need that stuff to be able to form a opinion on my own and go, okay, yep, there's another side to this. And I think a lot of people who say have said those types of things to me, I say to them, okay, where are you getting that data from? Or where have you seen that? Or where have you heard that? And it's just because they've read comments on Facebook. So to me, I need, I'm a data person. I love data and I love facts um, and I need to see that 
to be able to then form an opinion or to be able to then report, you know, the other side of it as well. Yeah, and I, I really agree with those same sentiment as well. Uh, so when it comes to international news, and I'm pretty sure you've heard a lot about us, <laughs> a lot about us. And then one thing right now that we're going through uh, is gun violence. And, uh, and we've had six mass shootings uh, since this, this month already. Uh, I think we're at 21 people dead already. Like, how do y'all view gun laws and stuff like that compared to America? Um, gun laws, definitely. We just think that it's wild that something hasn't been done before now. Um, John Howard, who was our prime minister, he stood up basically and stood up to all the gun lobbies after we had one of our worst mass shootings down in Tasmania. And he said, we're not doing this. We're going to do a gun buyback scheme. Um, and he had a lot of hate for that, but we stamped out, you know, mass shootings happening because we did a, a gun sort of buyback scheme. Um, Australians, yeah, I think I, when I told mum I was going to America, she freaked out. And I think because, you know, for us, when we're talking about America in the news, it's usually because there's been another mass shooting or some, there's something's happened, you know, that's that's negative. Um, so a lot of my friends just, yeah, can't believe that, nothing something hasn't happened that you know and, the, and the, the the hard part is as well is that your um joe biden gets up or your president gets up and says this is ridiculous we need to do something we need to do something but nothing can happen because the gun lobbies when you follow the money are you know they're behind you know they're they're, they're giving money to candidates to run and all that sort of thing so yeah australians are very concerned i guess um, and also just, yeah, like I said, I think it's absolutely wild that nothing has actually changed in that space. So with that being said, here comes the, uh, the pivotal question that, that I guess the elephant in the room that I've been getting, uh, I've been asked this multiple times already in the chat, but uh, here's the big one. You ready? So what is your view, overall view of America and Americans? For me, my overall view is that I believe that you guys, there are some big changes that are needed, i.e. gun laws and the, the Roe versus Wade abortion laws. I feel like we are now in 2022 and it's time to move on and think about new ways of living and think about new laws and things like that. Um, Americans, to me, I always thought you were sort of, you know, rednecks and gun-toting gun rednecks, I think I said once, um, which I'm ashamed of now, uh, because, yeah, when I came over, I absolutely loved it. You're, you know, you're friendly and you're, um, you're I find, I found everyone really funny and really nice. And so, yeah, so my opinion obviously has changed. But America as a whole, as a country, uh, many people, and including myself, we just feel like you're living in that past and it's all about, oh, but the Constitution says this. That was written how many years ago? It's time to it's time to admit and go, okay, this isn't working anymore. We need to change. We need to move forward. Uh, that's crazy. You said that. Cause I think mean, I feel the same way. And like, and like uh, our, 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 our co-host, she's, I think it was Christina. She's military, ex-military. And they got, I had another female guest host and I didn't know so much about abortion laws. And they, let me tell you, if you want to see me get attacked, you know, as a man, like 
go back and watch that show because I mean, <laughs> like, cause I, I put myself in line of fire to not know stuff. And when they mm-hmm. say, Hey, just because you're a man, doesn't mean you should know. And that, 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 when I say that was, I'm like, Oh, excuse me. But after that show, I see how important it is, but to hear you talk about abortion, our laws, and that's, a, that's an area of concern to you overseas that that shows me how important, even more how important this is going on in America right now. And that law was 50 years old, you know, and now it's like, we're taking steps back and taking steps back is one reason that I wanted to talk and do this segment because uh, there was something that happened in 2020 and it broke the world. And it was one man getting killed by police brutality, uh, which was George Floyd. And uh, I've been alive 32 years. I've seen Obama, you know, I'm my grandma, couldn't vote because she was black she couldn't vote because she was a woman and you know so it was a lot in this country to see growing up and uh when you see stuff like police brutality of african americans or people of color like in your in your opinion like what does that really mean to you when you see stuff like that over here in america um i think that's probably one thing i was thinking about this before we started talking actually we have um there's been, oh, I can't remember the exact number, deaths from Aboriginals being incarcerated. And while they're in, in jail, they've, they've died. Um, so we have this similar connection with you with, um, you know, violence against people of colour and things like that and, and George Floyd. And I think the connection you can see between America and Australia is that when these things have happened, you know, there was there was a um, rallies over here when the abortion laws went through. The Australia, you know, in every capital city, there was a rally for that. When George Floyd died, there was rallies in Australia to highlight that this has happened over in America, but this is happening on our doorstep too. And I think as a collective, if we don't stand up and say to the people who are meant to be working for us, i.e., members of parliament, this is wrong. The laws need to be changed. We need to have better protections for people or we need to have more rights for people, then nothing changes. So a lot of people get frustrated and think, oh, there's no point in signing a petition or there's no point in going to a rally because no one listens. Well, they do, but we've all got to do it as a collective and we've all got to band together. And that doesn't matter if you're living in Australia or America. In Australia, I want women to know that we stand with you, that we think this is ridiculous, that everybody should have access to the the right health care that they need. And nobody should be told you have to go and take that baby to full term because at the end of the day, we have not enough housing. We have um, high rates of sexual assault. We have high rates of family and domestic violence. So you bring a baby into this world and you're not financially set up mentally, men, you know, mental health, your mental health's not good. Maybe you're not with the father anymore. You've got no family support. It just starts this cycle over and over and over again. Um, so, yeah, so we have um, Aboriginal deaths in custody, which is just, you know, similar to what goes over and over on in, over in America, what goes on over there. Um, so, yeah, so I think it's more about standing together and as a world standing up and saying, we're not going to, we're not going to take this anymore. Things need to change. And, and it's crazy because I feel like that our generation of people, our age, I think that that, that, that old school mindset is definitely fading away big time, you know, because we're seeing more people being different. And I, I think once, once we get those, uh, uh, and I'm going to say this paraphrasing, I don't care, straight up. Uh, I, we get these gun toting rednecks out, out of office, like it'll be different because it's like, you know, 
like I said, I started the show by saying that there's a world outside of America, mm-hmm. you know, and to hear that you say that you see these same views in America and you have the same thoughts, that's saying something. So I think that you're on something and I like that too. This is a personal question. This is, this is, this is a cultural question. Like, is there a lot of black people in Australia or what? Cause I, I never see a lot of black people in Australia. Like, is it, is so, it a lot or no? Well, First Nations were the first inhabitants of our continent and our, our country. Um, so yes, there is, but I feel that they, you know, they're probably not portrayed enough or they definitely aren't portrayed enough overseas so you guys probably think that everyone here wears bikinis and lives at the beach um, which yes to an extent is true we have a big surfing culture and things like that but we also like I said there's so many different areas to live in Australia and there's so many different cultures Um, it's not just you know blonde haired people in bikinis down the beach all summer yeah so that's kind of I wanted to say is there black people in Australia I've never seen that before like but no, that's... we have we do have a lot of um, Aboriginal people in Australia. Like I said, they're First Nations; they were the first first inhabitants here. Um, so yeah, it's it's disappointing. I think that they don't get more; um, they're not portrayed more, and they don't get more recognition as well. Okay, yeah, that, that's a struggle too. But like you know, hey, we're still gonna smile. We're gonna be happy, <laughs> you know. So that's how we're gonna be. But. <laughs> Uh, we're going to have a little bit more with Abby. We're talking cultural conversations with an Australian, Miss Abby Smith. Uh, she is our guest today. Make sure you stay tuned. We have a little bit more on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. The videos and images displayed all across the world do not fully express what the people of Ukraine are going through. This senseless act of terrorism has cost many of their lives and forced millions of Ukrainians out of their homes. Yet it's the Ukrainians' pride and resiliency that has inspired the entire world. So we here at Straight Up ask you to stand for freedom, stand for human rights, but most importantly, join us as we stand with Ukraine. up we know that all lives matter but historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country to highlight this we present our black lives matter merchandise because let's be real some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization but a message that message end inequality towards minorities in america And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. Sultan Salahuddin from Southside Season 2 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Hey, this is our cultural conversation. This is episode one of our our hope to be an ongoing series where we talk to different cultures about uh, their culture, different uh, people about their cultures. There we go. 
And, but today I want to start off with Australians. Like, you know, hey, uh, what is it like to be in Australia? You know, and uh, today's guest, she is from Australia, Ms. Abby Smith. So thank you once again uh, for coming on our show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. And once again, a quick disclaimer right now, she is Australian, but she does not represent every Australian. So her views and opinions does not reflect uh, every Australian. It's just her opinions and how she has lived as an Australian all these years. So she's giving us uh, some views and some opinions and uh, telling us all about the different misconceptions that us as a world uh, get wrong. So Abby, uh, thank you so much for being open and honest and vulnerable at some points uh, of this podcast. So, uh, you know, Australia is definitely a beautiful place. Look, I went to California. I went to some desert parts of California. And even though I complain about the heat, right now it's 100. First off, <laughs> this is the American ignorant part of me. And this is also the educational ignorant part because when it comes to different Celsius and, and, and Fahrenheit, if it's not American, I don't, I don't want to mess with it. So in Fahrenheit, it is 110 degrees in Texas right now. It is hot. So I'm not for sure how to do that calculation. And I told what, what I tell you to say, hey, look, I'm not good at what? I'm not good at math. So I cannot tell you what that is that that converts into Celsius, but it is 110 Fahrenheit in America right now or in Texas right okay now. so I'm gonna be really cheeky and go on to, <laughs> I want to know I want to know what is 110 <laughs> F in C yeah all right so that means oh it is hot over there so it's yeah. 43 degrees yeah so so y'all okay. use I, I know for sure y'all use Celsius yeah. I want to do y'all use a 24-hour clock or is it 12 hour both okay it just depends yeah it just depends um we use both yeah we're celsius so 43 degrees is a hot australian summer's day that's a Oof. that's a as we said before a bushfire day um especially if there's winds as well mm. one thing i find funny is that we would say oh um the football field is 20.4 meters mm. you guys say it's 17 zebras long or something like that your metric system is quite funny so mm. Um, but yeah, we're, we're definitely Celsius over here, over here at the moment, it's winter. Mm. Um, and it's been getting where I am at the moment. It's been getting like, I leave to go to work at four o'clock in the morning and it's three degrees. So it's freezing. So right now it's cold in Australia right now. Yeah. So it's winter. Um, Queensland up in the tropics doesn't get where I used to live. Doesn't get as cold. Their winters, they might winter days are usually about 24 and that's cold for them. Um, but yeah, everywhere else it's winter at the moment. So we're seeing very, very low temperatures. That is crazy. So, okay. So, <laughs> so is, are y'all on the Southern or Northern hemisphere? Uh, we're Southern. Southern. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, boo -boo. No bad. Well, but I did. <laughs> so this, I'm telling you when it comes to geography, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. I think there was a video going around a little while ago and there was a person walking up to Americans with a world map saying, where's Australia? And I mm -hmm. think one person out of about 30 pointed to the right place on the map, which we all thought was just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I'm not that guy. I'm just not that guy. <laughs> so you, you, you are a born and raised Australian. Mm -hmm. Can you please tell me what in the heck is a Vegemite? Oh, I wonder if I've got any in the cupboard, actually. So Vegemite is like this 
dark salty spread and basically we usually put it on toast in the mornings and Mm -hmm. we would put butter and then Vegemite over the top but there's big controversy with Vegemite because you you should have just a light scraping but a lot of people can get a bit heavy-handed so sometimes it can be a bit of a bone of contention when you get if you especially if you've got a partner or you've just met someone or whatever mm. and you're starting to get to know each other you have breakfast the next day and they put heaps of vegemite on your um toast that's just weird so um yeah vegemite is an interesting thing most people overseas do not like it it's too salty for them if you can compare it to any kind of american dish what could you compare it to, if any? I don't think there's any. I okay. don't think there's any that is connected. Yeah, well, if there's anything that's super salty, but I can't remember having anything really salty like that while I was there. It's it looks like it looks like Nutella, but like a burnt Nutella. Yeah, I was about to say that actually. It's similar to Nutella, but mm. it's more dark and it's yeah very very salty so we like we could we put vegemite on things called like cruskets you can have a vegemite sandwich um i actually put vegemite on pikelets if i make pancakes sometimes um yeah <laughs> so so vegemite is kind of like you know where i come from because i grew up in the, i grew up poor so like vegemite mm-hmm. was kind of like a syrup sandwich <laughs> or like when we get maple syrup <laughs> i'm telling you when we get maple syrup Put it on bread. That was that was a good meal. Uh, okay, so sandwiches. that's why you that's why you probably hate Vegemite so much. Then I Maybe. I I haven't tried it yet, but I, I'm like <laughs> you haven't. No, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna thinking, send you some. Okay, all right, but I just send you some, and I'm gonna do like a TikTok and be like, "This is my first time <laughs> trying some Vegemite, and I want to make sure that." But so it's kind of like y'all. So like where I come from, Louisiana. Everybody has a hot sauce in their in their uh in their in their cupboard. So does everybody in Australia have Vegemite in their in their in their cabinets or Vegemite is a staple. If you and there's been nights I, you know, you get home from a 12, 13 hour day and you cannot be bothered cooking. So you have a Vegemite and cheese toasty, or you just have toast with Vegemite on it. It's just a I feel like it's maybe a bit of a comfort thing where it's from your childhood growing up. If you've mm. had a bad day or you're really tired, you just pull the Vegemite out of the cupboard and you whip something up. Okay. I might have to. Okay. All right. Now, if it's like, I'm going to do a taste test and I'm like, look, Abby, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, I got to see you some hot sauce. We'll trade. I need some hot sauce, some Louisiana hot sauce. But so with some other like, you know, Australian cuisines that, cause like we have Outback Steakhouse and like, I know that Outback Steakhouse is not because when I came to Texas, they have Louisiana restaurants and it is trash. If you're watching me right now, y'all's restaurants are trash in Texas. But like, so I'm pretty sure that the uh, Australian restaurants here is nowhere compared to what it is like that. What are some cuisines or some dishes that uh, that you all love? It's kind of like your your vice. Um, definitely if you're heading to the pub, a chicken palmy. So a chicken, and it depends where you live once again, a chicken palmy is a chicken schnitzel. So a a piece of chicken that's been crumbed and deep fried. Then usually on top you have um, like a, almost like a tomato sauce or like tomato paste um, with herbs and spices in it and then cheese over the top and it's put into the grill. So that's one thing. And you usually have that with chips and salad at the pub. Um, That's a very Aussie Aussie dish but in other places you would have that but they would add ham onto it so if you live in the eastern states of Australia you would have a chicken palmy with ham 
if you live anywhere else, we don't do it with ham. We just do it with the with the paste and the cheese. Um, another thing would be, have you ever tried Tim Tams? Nope. Okay, so t- Tim Tams are these amazing little chocolate sort of individual biscuits. I'll send you some of them too. Um, but yeah, Tim Tams are absolutely amazing. So that's a, that's definitely an Aussie thing. Um, yeah, I'd say probably the biggest one would be a chicken parmi. What is your guilty pleasure? Like mine is cheese. Like I'm a cheese crackhead. We call it like cheese crackhead. Like I love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like I love cheese. But like, what's what's something that uh, something that you can't your your vice or something that you just love so much? Pasta and chocolate. I have to. I'd have pasta probably once or twice a week. And chocolate, if I could, I'd have it every single day. I get a sweet tooth from my mum and my nana. <laughs> hey, you know what? I do too. And mom, if you're watching this, my mom used to be a pastry chef. So my mom, oh. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, a lot of that has to do with her, but I'm just kidding. But no, that's so crazy. Like, so if if I come to Australia, like as an unknowing person of the culture and stuff like that, uh, as an Australian, what's one place that you I have to go visit when I'm in Australia? Hmm. Um, I feel like we don't really have any big chain restaurants um, that's just Aussie food. So I do feel like we t- we're, we've, we're very different in that, in that aspect, um, but we don't have these big, massive chain restaurants. Um, we used to have a place called Sizzlers. That'll give a laugh to the, anyone from Australia. Mm. Um, Sizzlers used to be all over the country. Um, but yeah, it's more so here you have an Aussie pub or you have, we have a lot of pubs, sorry. Um, so heading to any pub to have a chicken parmy or a burger or a steak with chips and salad, that's more of, yeah, I would say that's more our sort of culture and something that, yeah, you can, you can do when you get here. Okay. 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 So what is, what's like, okay. So when you're not working and stuff like that, what's something that you do for fun or besides the like? I don't know if you go to the beach every day, but what's something that you do like nightlife or like, what's that like? Like, So I used to, when I was living in Queensland, I'd head to the beach um, sometimes in the afternoons after I'd finished work. For me, I've got two sisters. So they've got um, three kids between them. So I'm Auntie Abby a lot of the time. Um, But it's always, I guess, for us going and finding things to do. So in Adelaide, we've got the Barossa, which is wine. That's uh, God's wine country, I'll call it. Um, so you head up there, you go to a winery, you might have a long lunch or something like that. Um, we head out to new restaurants or, or things like that. In my two jobs as well, I get invited to a lot of events. So there might be the opening of a restaurant or there might be a fashion show or there might be something like that. Um, but I think we're very good at, especially my age group, going out for brunch or, or finding somewhere new for lunch or things like that. Um, and then obviously, yeah, in summer, it's definitely straight down to the beach. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. Like that is exactly what we do. (laughs) 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 Oh, you don't go out and have shooting practice and targets and stuff like that. (laughs) Some people do. Not me. I don't do that. Where where I grew up, I had I saw enough of that. I'm good, you know. But (laughs) no, but seriously, like trying new restaurants and definitely. Uh, definitely wineries and pubs and stuff like that. And it changes when you get our ages. Like, because I used to be a DJ too. So I mean, I used to be just, uh. <laughs> and like, <laughs> now it's just like, you know what? I got like five hours of like freedom. So what's up, you know? And 
it, it, it's crazy, but that's so funny to see that we, when stuff like that, that our cultures mirror each other. That is so cool to hear that. Um, so like, I know we have different holidays in America, like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Like what's some holidays in Australia that we don't know about that maybe y'all, that y'all celebrate that we don't? Um, so we have Australia Day. Um, we are a fan in Australia also of long weekends, which means that you get Monday off work because of what, and now I've always worked long weekends because I've just been in roles where it's required me to. I was also in hospitality for 10 years. Um, so we have Australia Day, that's January 26th. Uh, we have a June long weekend because that's when the Queen's birthday is on. Um, in Adelaide here, we have an Adelaide Cup Day. So that's when the horses are racing at um, a particular race course. So everybody gets a day off for that. Probably one that's quite funny is we have the, in just in Melbourne, they have a public holiday for the AFL Grand Final. So the Friday before the AFL Grand Final, because it's usually held on a Saturday, um, Melbourne gets a public or Victoria gets a public holiday for that so um, we do have some quirky ones but as I said before all the states can be different so Queensland where I used to live they celebrate the Queen's birthday on a different day to the rest of the country so then we're at work and working and everyone else or most other people are having a day off for the Queen's birthday so yeah chops and changes some changes I like to hear that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got, I got to do it to you I got to do it to you so like our foreign exchange student was from Ukraine and, uh, you know, shout out to Ukraine. Uh, we're still praying for y'all. Uh, but I made her say this. So I'm going to make you say it too. You got to do it for me. Say y'all. Y'all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, from the, I'm, from the, I'm from the South. So like, and just to hear y'all say y'all, like what? So it's like you yeah. all, but y'all, you know, so that's just like yeah. most like. You wouldn't uh, hear, you wouldn't hear anyone say that over here. If you did, we'd look at them and go, what's wrong with them? <laughs> must be, a, must be American. Like, so what's, okay, just name something that, that the American culture that you just love, or maybe it could be a celebrity, a dish, or what's something in American culture that you just love and you just, that attracts you? Um... I think probably America to me is like the home of hustlers. Like you can come from nothing and you can make something of yourself and it's the country is so big. I love people who, you know, they they started in a small country town and they ended up in New York. I met a few people when I was there who, um, you know, their journey and, and to where they've gotten to be. I feel like America is just this massive land of, um, promise and you can you know you can be anything that you want to be um, when it comes to celebrities oh I don't know I'm a fan I'm not a huge pop culture person which isn't good I should be I should be better um, I don't know is Julia Roberts she's from America isn't she she's yes, my number she one like mm, fave yeah mm. pretty woman that's the movie I was trying to think of before um, so yeah Julia Roberts I've always had a soft spot for I've always loved her Fun fact, so I used to watch Pretty Woman as a kid, not in the background, not knowing what it meant. And it's funny how you look at that movie now as an adult. It just changes you like, oh, that's what was going on. Did not know. Wow, that's <laughs> why they call her Pretty Woman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my side piece about that. Like, like same with Forrest Gump. I didn't know who Denny was, but oh, that's why Denny died. Didn't know. Yes, actually, funny you should say that. I rewatched Forrest Gump the other day, and um, yeah, same thing. I was like, I didn't pick up on any of this the first time I watched it. We call it our adult ears. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the adult ears, like, oh, that's what that meant. Oh, okay. I used to be a big <laughs> Queen fan, and I, I said, what happened to Freddie Mercury? 
oh, I didn't know. Like just, you know, <laughs> I watched this show. So one of my favorite Australian uh, celebrities, not favorite, but my, the ones I know, it's Patty Mills, play basketball player, and mm-hmm. of course uh, Iggy Azalea. But you know, you know, how do y'all feel Iggy's about Iggy? Been pretty, yeah, Iggy's been quiet lately. She got herself, I think, in trouble with a few comments, and unfortunately, in this day and age, there's you know cancel culture and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she we haven't really heard much from her lately. Patty Mills is like our yeah, someone that you just no matter who you are, no matter what you think, no matter what you, what sport you play, anything like that, Patty Mills is just, oh, yeah. 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 I love Patty Mills. Just a, and it's crazy um, because like, I feel like the sorry. culture, I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, 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 go. No, 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 go. I, I feel like when I, when I see him, he's so quiet and just reserved. I'm like, and I feel like that's how Australians are just really quiet and just reserved. So I think he's really humble as well, which is nice. And it's nice when people, when celebrities, you know, they they still, they know where they've come from, I guess. And they, you know, they, I, I'm a big fan of um, no matter what, helping people. Um, so if someone reaches out to me and says, oh, I really want to get into journalism, I'll always invite them and say, okay, come and see what I do. Come and sit in with me for the day or for the morning. So, yeah, I'm a massive fan of giving back and helping the next generation. And Patty Mills is the epitome of that. Wow. That I'm the same way too. Same with the podcast. I'm like, look, y'all, I do a podcast and I'm like, it's nothing to me, but you can watch it. You may not get it all, but hey, it's something, you know. Uh, we're wrapping things up here uh, with Abby Smith, the journalist out there in Australia. We're having our conversational, culture conversations. Uh, and she's been a great guest so far. Um, I, I want to know from you being proud of where you come from and stuff like that and the people who are listening internationally, um, what's something about Australia that you want people to know and love about? I think Australia is, we live in this beautiful country, number one. Number two, we want to see everybody given um, equal opportunity. So things to do with, you know, we have healthcare, we have a thing called Medicare, um, where you can go to the doctors and it, it's put back onto Medicare and you're not out of pocket and things like that. Um, our education system as well, you know, all kids are given the opportunity to, to go to school and, and, um, and I always say education is key, you know, ed- education is just so powerful. Um, so, yeah, I think for Australia, we're so multicultural and it's the land of have a go. Our, our old prime minister used to say, you know, everyone can just have a go, have a go at what you want to do. Um, and I do believe that that's, that's something that, um, you know, anyone across the world should know that you can come here and you can have a go and you can live wherever you want to live. And, you know, 99.9% of people are super, super friendly um, and, and will help each other through no matter what's happening, whether there's floods, bushfires, whatever's going on, we're always there to help each other. And, you know, that, that goes to you as well, because uh, this episode was super rushed. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the biggest 24 hour turnaround that I've ever had. Because <laughs> like right now, what it's what uh, it's right now. It's a whole day later, but it's what almost one o'clock, two o'clock you know, PM. And it's a whole day later. It's I, over here. I'm just now, you know, getting off work and it's still like a little bit daylight outside, but for the, <laughs> on the next day. So it's just so weird how it comes together. And, just to show your hospitality and your humbleness uh, to come talk to me. That shows a lot about uh, you and your culture. And I hope that 
uh, if you are a listener right now that you are learning from this culture because uh, definitely amazing people. Uh, can't wait to try some Vegemite. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're gonna have to give me your address when we get off here. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I and vice versa, and I'll see you some stuff too. But uh, this is what it's all about, everybody. Just learning from each other, you know, and learning slowly but surely, kind of get rid of these different misconceptions culturally, and then we come to the table and learn to talk to each other. And I hope that when we come to the table to talk to each other, we learn from each other, and eventually, at the end of the day, we learn to love each other. Uh, Abby. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, if you want to promote yourself, how can people reach you or follow you on social media or uh, all that? Yep. So uh, probably, well, my Instagram page is Abby from the newsroom because obviously I am in the newsroom every morning. So that's fun. Uh, I'm also on Facebook as Abby Victoria. I am, we were talking about this before and this might give me the little kick that I need, but I am starting a podcast. that's called The Stories We've Told and it's speaking to journalists about the biggest stories that they've reported on and the impacts that it's had on them. So um, it's not out yet, but it is coming soon. So if you do want to follow me, I'm sure you will see it very soon when I go and start cutting it all up and doing it <laughs> well if you ever want to talk to me about one of my stories i'm here Perfect. If you need me. let's do it yes yeah. that would be great and i would like to extend the invitation for you to come back on the show anytime you want to come back and talk to us uh, about the culture not even about that just what you're going through and let our listeners listen to you and you just see how awesome you are uh so once again abby smith all the way from australia thank you for coming on the Australia show podcast Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, ma'am. And so that's the end of our show. Like I said, once again, we want to continue the conversation on our social media pages. You can follow us online at Straight Up Show Podcast 318. Uh, my bad, Straight Up Show Podcast.com. So I can't talk today. Straight Up Show Podcast.com. I always mess this up every episode. Wow. Uh, Straight Up Show Podcast.com is the official website. There you can look at all our merchandise, previous episodes, uh, look at our guests, stuff like that. And just keep the conversation going. If you want to support us, go to our Patreon page.com. Patreon.com forward slash Rev Show Podcast 318. That's Patreon.com forward slash Rev Show Podcast 318. We have different tiers there. You can support us if you want to. But if not, just join the conversation. Talk with the table. Sit at the table. Talk to us. Learn from us. And then we can love each other after that. Till then, uh, that's the end of our show. There's only one rule to our show. You got to be straight up. <laughs> <laughs>